Hello and welcome to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. It's too complicated to measure our impact. We don't have the resources. Nobody cares. We can't afford it. Yes, you can and yes, you must. And in the Make an Impact podcast, Heidi Fisher explores how organisations put impact at the heart of what they do and how you can too. In today's episode, I'm talking to Beth Pilgrim from Supply Change about how they are opening up public sector procurement through their platform, which aims to help more social enterprises win tenders by improving their accessibility and visibility. Hi, Beth. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks very much for having me. Um, So, Beth, can you tell me a little bit about your background and how you came to be setting up Supply Change? Yeah, so Supply Change has been going for about a year now, um, and the idea for it actually came off the back of a project, a research project that we did for Orbit Housing Association. So myself and my co-founders were commissioned as part of a postgraduate program we were doing at the time to research the barriers um, that social enterprises face when accessing public sector supply chains. And we spent about two months researching that space and talking to stakeholders across the public procurement sector, but also social enterprises themselves. And we really mapped out what the different barriers and what the opportunities were for social enterprises to try and access supply chains. Um, And off the back of that research, we discovered that there was a need uh, for a social enterprise specific platform um, that connects social enterprises to public sector buyers um, to help them get better visibility and better accessibility to the contracts that are out there. Wow Uh, so have you always been interested in social enterprise or was it um, because you were doing this research project that you suddenly decided you loved social enterprise? <laughs> yeah, I have always been interested in social enterprise. So I did a postgraduate programme in social enterprise and social innovation. Um, and I'm friends with lots of other social entrepreneurs myself. But I wasn't really aware of um, the difficulties that they face Um, working with the public sector until I started working on this project um, and until I started researching all the various different reasons why it's hard to navigate public sector procurement. Um, I didn't have this kind of fire in my belly about it, but the more I looked into it um, and the more it seemed to make sense to me that public sector goods and services are delivered by businesses that deliver social impact the more I started to feel really passionately about how do we change this and how do we get more of these businesses winning these contracts um, and ultimately increasing their impact and reaching more people that need to be supported. Wow, it sounds like you found your um, one big thing that you wanted to change in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, unfortunately, it's a, it's a, we haven't set ourselves an easy challenge um, to try and fix, but yeah, it's definitely something that myself and my co-founders really feel like uh, there needs to be a change um, and we're determined to kind of hopefully make a dent dent in the problem. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the things I always find with social enterprises when you talk to them about um, tendering for public sector contracts is they think they're quite big enough um, or they probably don't have the the capacity to do it. you, you said in your um, research you found there were a number of barriers. What what were the, the biggest barriers that you found? Um, so I think 
accessibility and visibility was one that came out of our research a lot. So there are actually quite a few small to medium-sized contracts out there, um, particularly for housing associations and for local authorities. But current public procurement rules mean that often some of these contracts don't get advertised publicly. Um, so they might go out to three quotes and the procurement manager working on that contract might just send those three quotes to suppliers that they already know in their supply chain. And they might not think about um, contacting a social enterprise to also provide a quote, but they also just might not know that social enterprises exist who deliver these services. So if these contracts aren't being publicly advertised, there's nowhere for social enterprises to, to find them and to know about them, to apply to them in the first place. Um, and for the contracts that are out there and are publicly advertised, sometimes they're on procurement frameworks or portals that are very difficult for social enterprises to navigate and to be as visible across as a larger contractor. So that's why we felt that um, there needed to be a, a place where social enterprises could showcase their work and their capabilities alongside other social enterprises, um, but they have that um, better visibility in front of public sector buyers. And also they could be connected to those buyers and find out about those opportunities that might not be going on to these frameworks, but might be suited to them. So I think accessibility and visibility is definitely one problem. The other problem is um, there is a still perhaps a bit of a um, mindset and culture within the public sector that a social enterprise might be a riskier option than um, a supplier that somebody has been working with for a number of years um, or is a larger business. Um, and so whilst public sector buyers recognize the benefits of working with social enterprises, they're still mandated to deliver efficiency and deliver a high standard of work for the organization that they work with. Um, and what's different about our platform is that social enterprises who are on the platform go through a due diligence process before they are onboarded. So if a public sector buyer is engaging with a social enterprise through supply change, then they can feel comfortable that they have been pre-vetted by us. Um, and so we're mitigating that risk for the buyers, but also for social enterprises themselves. Going through that due diligence process um, is a useful process for them to go through because it makes them aware of the necessary policies and insurances they need to have in place um, in order to be public sector contract ready. I think another um, problem that social enterprises face that we're not addressing, but there are solutions out there, um, is having financial resilience. So many public sector contracts require you to uh, demonstrate the last five years of your accounts. And if you're a new social enterprise, you might not have access to that information or that information might not demonstrate that you are financially resilient because you are a growing business. So having access to flexible social investment, um, I think is really important for social enterprises who perhaps have been going a while, have gained some traction, but really need to make that next big step in their growth to be ready to deliver a, a bigger contract, um, but need some financial support in order to get there. Um, and luckily, we are starting to see more of these um, social investment funds um, launch um, and actually orbit alongside other housing associations has launched their own one, which is great. 
Um, so I think financial resilience, accessibility and visibility, um, mitigating risk, and also the kind of culture and mindset within the public sector are all um, all barriers that social enterprises face. Wow, that's quite a lot to, to yeah. overcome there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and obviously, um, supply change is, is really focused on the and visibility really for the social enterprises so that they can um, see what these contracts are. How exactly will or does supply change work for a social enterprise? Let's say um, I want to just sign up or join. How, how, how do I do that? Yeah, so if you're interested in being on the platform, it's really straightforward. You just go to the website, supplychange.co.uk, and you fill out an expression of interest form, which just asks for a few basic um, pieces of information about your business. Um, and we check that against your company's house number. Um, and then if we think you sound like a good fit for the platform, we then get in touch to take you through our due diligence process um, to get you onboarded. And that takes a bit longer. It's a bit more of a detailed form, but roughly about 20 minutes. And we collect more information about your trade, your size, the location you operate in, and obviously, importantly, the social impact area that you deliver against. Um, and after we check that information, um, then you're given a profile on the platform. Um, which allows buyers to access all that information that you've provided um, and a public sector buyer can browse your profile um, and find you. If they are interested in getting a quote from you for a tender that they think you might be suited for, they can then request an introduction through the platform and supply change puts you in touch and you take it from there. Um, so the opportunities um, with, the, with the buyers aren't... Uh, advertised on the platform yet that's something that perhaps we'll do in the future but we allow a kind of messaging service to happen through the platform so that you can get directly in touch with the buyers and talk to buyers about your business directly. It sounds um, quite straightforward are there any um, particular areas that you've seen are um, like priority areas where the public sector are desperate for um, new suppliers any particular items they're interested in buying at the moment? <laughs> um, so it um, varies depending on the, the type of organisation and where they're based. We've mostly been working with housing associations and a few local authorities. Um, some of the things that they're interested in working with social enterprises on are smaller, lower risk contracts for things like office supplies, um, catering opportunities, cleaning, grounds maintenance, uh, recycling, um, are some of the opportunities that we've been working on um, but different organizations have different needs and as we start to work with more buyers I think we'll be able to get a better picture of what um, the landscape is like and what they're looking for so we're focusing mostly on b2b services at the moment um, and that might um, expand as as we grow it sounds to me like um, supply change is is a relatively simple um, platform in terms of social enterprises signing up and potentially accessing these um, tendering opportunities. How do you see um, procurement looking in five years' time, uh, assuming that supply change does what what you plan for it to do? What what does public sector procurement look like in five years' time? Gosh, well, I think in my idealised view. Um, I'd like to think that 
having social value um, delivered through government contracts is, is the norm and is commonplace. Um, and I'd like to see social value um, written into government contracts um, at all levels, um, not just for larger contracts. Um, and really, it should be one of the first considerations um, when a procurement team is, is thinking about how it's going to get its goods and services delivered. Um, I'd like to think that supply chains can hopefully contribute to uh, a culture shift as well, where not only are yeah is social value the norm, but social enterprises are seen as on a level playing field as commercial suppliers um, and are seen as businesses that deliver impact, but also businesses that deliver a high quality of service as well, and that it's not something that you have to compromise on in order to work with a social enterprise. Um, yeah, I think that was, is what I would like, basically, and, and a higher percentage of government supply chains being delivered with, with social enterprises. Wow, it sounds like a, a fabulous world in five years' time. Yeah. A lot more social enterprises um, delivering um, contracts for the public sector. Um, Beth, it's been really, really great talking to you today. Um, if people you. do want to join um, Supply Change, the link to the website and the platform will, will be underneath. And obviously, um, I'm sure that Beth will be more than happy or her, one of her co-founders will be more than happy to answer any questions if people do have any questions um, around Absolutely. what Supply Change is doing. But thank you so much for joining me. It's been great. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. If you've enjoyed the podcast, why not leave a review or rating? And if you'd like to be on the show, then please get in touch via my website, makeanimpactcic.co.uk. Thank you for listening.